0: what's up everybody bourbon buzzed and balling back season two episode one
1: yeah took a little break but uh we're back you know football season's back so we had to come back
0: that's right we got plenty to talk about we're gonna jump right into week one but you know first we'd like to have a little uh scumbag a little opening toast
1: toast. yeah you know we always like to start every show off with an opening toast so uh why don't you go ahead and as if I don't know who you're going to toast. Why don't you go yeah. ahead and I got surprise to, me.
0: I got <laughs> to toast my my dog, my man, Prime, Coach Prime. It was impressive. I loved him so much 20-plus years ago, I named my fantasy team after him. You and, did. And I've been a Prime fan, even though I, I, I'm really not an FSU fan. This goes out to my FSU fans out there. I'm not really – Big time on the nose. Well, but he, you know, he's
1: not an alumni of that. That's FSU. right. He don't. He's, he's he do Talladega him. State or something HBCU. like that. HBCU.
0: <laughs> anyway, Coach Prime, man, I'm, I'm just in awe Good. of of him as a man. I'm in awe of him as a leader. I mean, if you watch his his social media posts, how can he not go into mom and dad's living room? Oh, I mean, exactly. Everybody wants to play for this man, and you know he's accomplished. He's 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 accomplished at every level, and he just walks the walk, man. He talks the talk. None of it's none of it's bold. None of it's braggy. Right. Although he was struggling to walk,
1: you know, he's had all those those issues with his feet and his toes, and which is which is crazy considering,
0: you know. Hey, I, I, the speed at which yeah, he played the I, games. I shared a
1: track with him in college, uh, That's right. and I can I can attest in person how fast this human being can can move.
0: He was he was an amazing runner for sure. Yeah. But you know, is I think his, I can take him now. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go with three toes prime over. You know, he's, over so, bourbon he's so competitive.
1: He's, he's so competitive. He would do whatever. it took. was a fast white dude. I ain't gonna lie to you. He was a fast
0: white dude. But I'm gonna take three toes prime over over you all day long. Hey, but I, I mean, we my, my relay
1: team did beat his relay team. Just saying. I, can I mean, you know, it. even though they were disqualified for any little handoff, it's still a victory. We're gonna have to see that on video. <laughs> it's
0: still a victory. <laughs> um, anyway, Coach Prime, man, I, I like I said, man, he's just—he's an amazing, an amazing leader of men, and I'm just so impressed by. He said they was coming. Oh yeah. He said we coming. Now I do,
1: I, I do want to see. Can they keep that up all season long? You know, one thing I, I, I noticed was their they're not quite as big as, you know, some of your your top-tier schools. You know, is that going to wear on these kids throughout the course of the
0: season? Right. Um, but, you but, know, 1-11 in 11 last year. Oh, they've already matched think, last year's win total. Yeah, target. five victories in the last three years, I believe. And we didn't really have a preseason show where we could make some bold predictions. No,
1: we, we wanted to, but... I got COVID, we, had, we we tried to tape one day and had some technical difficulties. Um, so, unfortunately, we didn't get those out
0: there. We didn't get to make any bold predictions, but I, I, I made bold predictions on social media that, that Prime and Colorado was going to pull the upset over a week, TCU Horn Fogs. I know they were missing, you know, they, they graduated a lot of people, but, you know, one thing about Everybody the Buffs, does. exactly. The one thing about Colorado is and Dion has even said this, you know, it's, they're looking for improvement. And number one, they've already accomplished improvement. Number two, you know, I don't think anybody considered them a top 25 team or program at this point. They're in there now. Exactly. So, so he's accomplished tons already. He could go ahead and just take the rest of the season off. I don't think that's in his <laughs> nature because they got Nebraska this weekend – and I, I could see 2-0. and oh Yeah, and, then the there was, and
1: there's two stats from that game that jumped out at me. All last season, Colorado only had two wide receivers top 100 yards in a single game. Mm-hmm. In that game alone, they had four that were over 100. So, they doubled last year's season total. And then, prime son, Shadir, first game, Sets the all-time passing record uh, at already, Colorado.
0: Already shot up the Heisman list. Yeah,
1: both him and Travis Hunter. You know, and, and even we haven't even mentioned Travis Hunter, but all well, this, he all this he, was he did supposed was to be
0: just a toast. Believe,
1: well, you know that's that's what we're gonna do this year. It's it's you know the the toast is gonna gonna drag on. The scumbags <laughs> might drag on. And we're just gonna.
0: Travis Hunter's a dog. Say what we man. want to say. Yeah,
1: I mean, what was it? Eleven for one hundred and nineteen on offense. Interception. An interception.
0: A, a touchdown preventing interception. Right. Um, so, yeah. He's, yeah. And he's, a, he's also an amazing talent. And you know, these there's a handful of, of kids on the team that could have easily gone D one to a Power Five uh, program to be right out of Hunter, high school. Yeah. Obviously, was, was number, number, number one yeah. player in the whole country. So it's not like it's a shock that Travis Hunter. And a dog then he been. had
1: two. Long passes that he
0: had in his hands,
1: but he lost it when he hit the ground. And if he could have come down with those, he'd have been probably over two hundred oh, yards. Shadur underthrew
0: him one time where he yeah, was. Yeah, the wide second open, one. Yeah. And he doesn't miss a contested ball. Now
1: I was I, and that was the main reason I wanted to watch that game was I wanted to see, you know, I knew I know Shadir put up hella numbers last season at Jackson State. Could he do that in Power Five? And I mean, he looked—he looked good, you that know. Answer, even We've gotten that answer. Even the goat, you know. He spent some time with the goat, Tom Brady, you know, working on his footwork and this and that. And then after the game, I don't know if you saw Tom's quote—I mean, a uh, text, uh, or, or tweet, or whatever. I don't—I don't know what platform it was, but he he basically said, "Do not be satisfied." Hmm. So, he, he,
0: you know, telling that young man, there's more out there. You're not done. Well, I definitely believe, and that's the word of, of Prime's team, is we believe, I definitely believe that Shadour is a, uh, a D1 talent. He proved it. Travis Hunter is an amazing talent. He proved it. And there were many other kids. So, uh, I'm, I'm just in awe of Prime. Uh, I see uh, FSU missed the boat on him. Of course, Norvell looked pretty good in his debut. Not, but not, not just FSU, but uh, Auburn.
1: Yeah, Remember, they were flirting yeah. with,
0: with Prime over to summer. A lot of people were talking about how Prime uh, didn't, he lacked the experience, but, Right. I mean, he won at every level. He won a Super Bowl. He won, uh, well, he, did, he didn't win a I was Natty. Say, I don't think he won uh, a he Natty. Didn't, he didn't win a Natty, but he won a World Series. World Series, race. yeah. Got he's a in the Hall jacket. of Fame. Yep. I mean, he's 14-year veteran in the NFL, and he's widely considered the number one yeah, and, corner in the in the in the league. So. And Nick, every time you guys
1: shoot those Affleck commercials, be sure and let Prime know that uh, he needs to follow you when you leave Alabama. We're gonna talk about that before the end of the podcast. Bring, bring Coach
0: Prime to to T town. Wouldn't that be something? That'd be nice, Coach Prime, man. Yeah. So, cheers to you, Dion, and the Prime Timers on the verge of draft night fantasy football. Named him a fantasy team after him. I loved him so much in the 90s.
1: Yeah, but the only thing is he always finishes second.
0: So, Man. can't get over that hump. Yeah, I've gotten <laughs> over the hump, don't let him kid you. Just not as many times as I have finished second. That's all right, it's all good. Who are you toasting? Well, I was just going to toast
1: the week week one of college football because there was, you know, the Colorado game was a phenomenal game. I mean. I even made the comment during the game: whoever has the ball last is winning this game, and that, that's pretty much about what it came down to. Um, last night, or not last night, Sunday night game: uh, FSU and LSU. FSU looked good. They put it on. They put them on them Bayou Tigers.
0: Good game, first half. I don't. I think Brian Kelly forgot it. it's a 6 exactly. game. Exactly. He looked absolutely clueless in the second half. Yep. And, yeah, uh, that's a toast to Norvell and, and their halftime adjustments because mm-hmm. LSU looked clueless. Now, yep. FSU, man, they we've been warned. Oh, we've yeah. been warned that they were probably back, and and uh, they look good. Well, on, and, all and all sticking with the ACC last night, Duke. I mean, ACC, you gotta. I got hats off, man. Duke. I'm going to toast to ACC because I hammered ACC last night. Well, and,
1: and what's the only conference that went undefeated this weekend? Mm.
0: The that SEC. one that's disappearing out west. I know, right? <laughs> the pack. Yeah, the pack's strong. The pack, however many they got the left. The pack is strong this year, for real.
1: Well, I still, you know, the, the Big 12 and, and, and the pack three or four, whatever they are. Uh, pack four. When it comes to defense, I think they're still lacking. Yeah, obviously. So, uh, that that's even, what it'll come even down. Even
0: USC has been gashed by a couple of no-names. Yep. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, and then, am I missing any other games uh, that were the the good ones this weekend? You had TCU losing, you had LSU losing, Clemson losing. That's three ranked teams that lost in week
0: one. Three highly ranked teams. Yeah. Well, TCU was only 17. I mean, but two but highly ranked. Two teams. were top 10. Yeah, LSU for sure. LSU, LSU was, was five was a dark horse. A dark horse. National champion. Yeah, yeah, they were They were yeah. potential playoff team.
1: Uh Clemson, you know, they're a perennial potential playoff team. So, it was a great opening yeah. weekend. I enjoyed I wonder, the hell out of it. I
0: wonder how DJ Uyunglele watched that game <laughs> last Right, and he looked good. I bet he was laughing while watching that game. You know, it might have been that he needed to be in a different system. You
1: know, I, he's you – know,
0: I, I, Club, Club Nick isn't, isn't the man in my. He's not the dog. He's not the quarterback that they made him out to be. Did not you, every five-star truly shows out to be a five-star. Did you see him diss Dabo when
1: uh, he came off the field and Dabo put his hand out and he, he just walked right by him and then Dabo
0: kind of turned around and looked at him like, <laughs> what's wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't get to see it thanks to Charter. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I, didn't, I, had to, I had to watch it on my game cast.
1: Thanks yeah, to Charter, so. yeah, I'm I'm worried about Directv and Fox, yeah, because they still haven't agreed to a contract yet. So, and that's where all my home team Panthers games are usually televised on Fox. So,
0: Damn. yeah, no, it was a, it was definitely a good uh, week one. I think uh, I think we saw you know Georgia struggled first half, but I, I, we made the comment watching the game that it was, they were going to pull it pull yeah. through and yeah, just I mean, run away with the game and.
1: And, you know, I, I initially wasn't really all that excited about week one because it's usually just basically college preseason. Right. But right. then when you get some good games like FSU and LSU, Duke and Clemson, you know, games that I had made the comment, you know, I'm not even going to watch the Clemson game because I don't want to watch Clemson beat the shit out of Duke. So I might just flip back and forth to see what's happening. And then I, I so, fl- whoa! I flipped it back and forth <laughs> for about 15 minutes and then I
0: stayed on it and I was like, Wait a minute now. Seven to six. That's when I showed up. I showed up midway through the second quarter and it was seven to six. And I was like, oh, okay. And it it had the potential to either be
1: closer than it was, because in the first half, Clemson was first and goal twice and came away with no points. They had two field goals blocked. And it could, so that could have made it a closer game. Or, there was uh, – Duke had a lot of self-inflicted wounds. They had some turnovers and a muffed punt that set up Clemson's only touchdown. Right, right. So,
0: it could have even been worse. Duke could have, excuse me, beat them by even more than that. Now, I, I didn't get to visually watch the game, but looking at the stat line, my, my impression of Klubnik is, is he's too afraid to push the ball. Mm-hmm. It must have been a lot of dinking and dunking for him because he had good completion – Look like good completion percentage, but very few yards. I don't know what the stat line is. I don't know if you. Well, have I do. The only
1: thing now that I didn't I didn't bust out any stats, but I did watch Dabo's post or highlights of his post game, uh, and he made the comment that he is like 47, 48 and zero when they rush for over two hundred and pass for over two hundred.
0: But that doesn't matter. That, that don't mean that, that zero's sure. gone. That well, but that's actually, what
1: he was kind of right. hanging his hat on after the game, like you know, hey, we had. We had enough yards, we should have won. Yeah, now yeah, you didn't take but, care of business. Don't work
0: that way. Don't work that way if your quarterback is is not you know, able yeah. to pull a game out. And I just don't see Club Nick as that type of kid. Yeah. So, maybe he will, maybe he won't. But right now he's definitely well, not I, living up to the hype. You know, I mentioned Coach Prime as the next um,
1: Bama coach. I think Dabo is, is coaching his way out of the conversation.
0: Well, I mean I think he's got enough street cred built up with Clemson but you know he he might he might start running a little thin with the with the with the Clemson office yeah. you know the AD etc but I think he's got enough street
1: cred there I'm saying but he's he's not doing enough to that Alabama's going to bust down the door and oh, back up yeah. the Brinks no, truck feel like to get ship, him
0: to I feel like that ship is sailed yeah, personally I agree. And you it, and it's I have set, both, sailing further away. You and I have both talked about the Affleck commercials and the possible the possible relationship that's being built between Saban and Prime right. that it, it could be potentially maybe already being being talked about because you would think Saban, given, you know, his age and the fact that, you know, he loves Alabama and he owes Alabama he owes Alabama to name that successor at right. some point so that there's a smooth transition. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him
1: stepping up into, you know, oh, AD, role AD role and yeah, then sure. bringing right. in
0: Coach Prime, coach Prime. <laughs> <laughs> as I, his head coach. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, that would, that would be a home run. Yeah, and then we, a will, we wouldn't skip the beat. you sure. imagine Coach Prime in Tuscaloosa with those facilities, that name? Yeah, what he could do. Those every every cases. five
1: star would want to come to Tuscaloosa. All
0: those ex pros that he brings in, all that gold mm. jackets on the coaching staff, the ex Bama players. I mean, it's just that's special. Bama Bama people, you ought to be thinking about that. I I think it's time to start start thinking about who our successor is. Yeah,
1: I, th- I think we only got two or three more years of of coach, so it, it you definitely need to. Start thinking about that.
0: This is Bourbon and Buzz, Buzz and Ballin's endorsement <laughs> for Coach Prime.
1: But, uh, yeah, if that's what week one brought us, I'm looking forward to this season. They're, the matchups are only going to get better. The competition, the quality of play, I think we're in for a hell of a season. I do too. I think. And we'll talk some more about it. I just wanted to cut this this segment a little bit short because we're kind of getting into – the meat and potatoes and what the rest of the conversation. So college football, thank you for an entertaining
0: week one. Cheers. Cheers. It was a oop. Cheek. We Air ball. Just had, clink. Um sorry. all right. Scumbag, man. You got Well scumbag. before we go to scumbag, what you sipping on tonight? Oh I got some blue run, right? Yep. Yep. Yep.
1: Some blue run. They blue just come, I run. just saw where they were coming out with a a new bourbon.
0: Uh beautiful bottle it's a good bourbon man i don't remember what did we actually we were we were a little down on it because of the price price point point.
1: but i mean it's a good bourbon but we didn't give it a neat yeah i I decided to sip on the horse soldier this week uh the reserve the barrel strength 121 Mm -hmm. proof you know with trying to get these taste buds back from having covid figured i'd go for some strong stuff and just knock it all out you just
0: burned your taste buds that's with right some High proof, <laughs> <But> <laughs> high I'm, dollar too but, high dollars does. yeah it's, that's, uh, man. but it's i can taste it it tastes good too well, and it's this good. is you know the horse soldier we like those so and the abc stores here are happy you're back i can promise
1: you yeah yep yeah yep, they're, they, uh, they're, they're probably wondering where i've been for about a week and a half what? all right well those that's our opening toast let's now talk about our scumbags of the week and Doug why don't you
0: start us off all right well keeping into the football theme i'm Mm -hmm. gonna stick with it and because we're playing texas this weekend my scumbag are the longhorns texas longhorn short horns that's right i'm gonna i'm gonna call out the administration as my scumbag you wanted to put our fans and our band in the upper deck well we're gonna return the favor so we're gonna go horns down this week i know y'all don't like that you get your panties in a wad but i'm sorry you're making us do something we don't like
1: to do that's right we like to be
0: good hosts we like to take
1: care of our guests like we
0: do when you come to tuscaloosa we put you in the i don't even know what side of the end zone that's considered the the south west is it the southwest corner Yep. yep southwest corner where we put you in the shade we treat you right and you had enough nerve to stick us in the upper deck in the Texas nosebleeds. League. That's right. Yeah, so man. so get ready to live because let me tell you, it's hotter than three hells in Tuscaloosa. And <laughs> you're lucky in it's a night game. That's true. You're you do have that going game. for you, but it's still going to be 95. Because if it was the three o'clock game, y'all might as well leave the band and at home. You better put your band in shorts and t-shirts. But yeah, that that
1: was uncalled for. That.
0: Yeah, that's not really, really being a
1: good host, man. Karma's a bitch. What goes right? around comes around. So, you ask for it, you got it. Yep. So, that's, now my, that's a good scumbag. That's my scumbag. That's, that's a good scumbag. My scumbag is these University of Georgia football players and staffers that keep, get arre- keep getting arrested for different driving violations, reckless driving, street racing,
0: DUIs. Come on, guys and ladies yeah it's, it's it's sort of an epidemic down there in Athens honestly there, he, there's been about
1: a dozen of them this year alone and i mean they've had deaths right and they're lucky they haven't had more you know i mean they've only lost two lives and if they keep going at the rate they're going heaven forbid they might have more accidents more tragedies somebody down there in Athens needs to get this situation under control I'm not blaming Kirby. Kirby's a football coach. I'm sure he's preaching to those kids. Yeah, so the football players and staffers down there in Athens, that's that's my scumbag of the week. Let's, uh, you know, get things under control down there. Absolutely. All right, well, let's just, you know, we've pretty much been talking about football the whole show. Let's just keep on talking some football. Let's do it. Because, uh, like I said, that was that was one of the better opening weekends that I can remember. Um, it was a good opening week. Some good upsets, some good storylines. You know, one good storyline from this weekend was you had three schools breaking in new quarterbacks. You know, you had Georgia, Ohio, not not just three schools, right, right. but three of the, yeah, the elite. Yeah. Breaking in new quarterbacks. And so you had Georgia, Ohio State, and uh Bama. Alabama. You know, you had Georgia having to replace a two-time national champion quarterback, and then you had Alabama. And Ohio State having to replace a Heisman Trophy winner and the number one and number two picks in the NFL draft. So these weren't just any quarterbacks that would need to be replaced. This was this was pretty pretty decorated quarterbacks sure, that had to be replaced. There were a lot
0: of question marks being yeah. asked around well, but, each program. But you, but you know,
1: I, there wasn't a lot of question marks being asked around. Ohio State and Georgia. Yeah, exactly. Most it, all of it was was well, Georgia, Alabama. They don't have anybody to replace no, Bryce Young.
0: They haven't settled on a quarterback all spring, all summer. Mm-hmm. Which, so which, something's which, wrong. Which we know was a was a load of crap. Cause, yeah. Because we knew for weeks who the quarterback was going to be. Just basically, yeah. Inner and, information inside the program. Let me in, let me let y'all in on a little secret. When Nick
1: Saban says something, there's an ulterior motive. He he's not just yeah he's he was, not just blowing smoke. No, he he's was, he was puppeteering yeah, the media. He, he's the puppet master, and he was playing the media so that he could use that either to motivate his team to think to make the other team think.
0: Yeah, cause all kinds of confusion. Like who do you game plan for? You don't yeah, know who to game exactly. plan for exactly. So,
1: you know, he, he'll use, he'll manipulate the media for um, recruiting
0: reasons, so,
1: sh- that's our little
0: secret. Don't tell anybody, okay? <laughs> if you haven't figured out yet, <laughs> you're an idiot, so, yeah. No, it was obvious it was Jalen. So, so, yeah, so prior to the game, you know, you and I, you know, last week we made some comments that you wanted to see 65% minimum completion rate. And I wanted to see improvements on his intermediate passing and and deep passing. Yes, and we both got our answers to that. Yeah, he was sub sixty percent last year, and in in a
1: limited, you know, sure, yeah, limited uh, showing. But still, uh, so and you know, you could tell he he put in the work. He did. He Absolutely. put in the work. I mean, he was his deep ball. You were you were concerned about his deep ball, and he had. Three touchdowns over 20 yards. Right. You know, he hit the tight end once and then two wide receivers. And that was another thing. He completed it to multiple receivers. So, it wasn't like he was just locked in on one guy. That's
0: exactly right. No, he he was was spreading it around. Beautiful pocket presence. Talk about his pocket presence. Man, his pocket presence was beautiful. Um, I mean, if you you watch, he stayed in the pocket. We made the comment during the game that, man, he is in this pocket because everybody expects him to want to roll and get yeah. out and use his athleticism. But he stayed in the pocket. He sat in the pocket. He climbed the pocket, sat in there a little too long on some on times, but protection was beautiful. And, you know, he, he spread the ball. And what that tells you is that he's seeing the field. Yeah. That doesn't mean he's picking out one or two, you know, one or two players and going through his checks. He's actually going through – three and four, maybe even five progress. Yeah, he's, read,
1: he, he's reading the defense pre-snap. He knows what kind of, of of defense there. So, I mean, he's he's done his homework. He's done his study. And he's, he, he's not just an athlete back there. He's no. not just an athlete back there. He is a quarterback, and he is out there, you know, doing what he needs to do to be successful. So, yeah. you know, and not only was I impressed with what he did on the field this weekend, I was impressed with his post-game press conference because – you know, we, we, we're used to quarterbacks yeah, that, that know how to own the press room. Right. You know, Bryce Young owned the press room. Jalen Hurts, Tua, Mac Jones, they owned it. They, you, uh, a reporter could not get them tripped up, could the not Bulls, fool yeah, them, could not get yeah, them to true. reveal something they shouldn't. And Jalen was right there.
0: And Had, showed a tremendous amount of personality. Yeah, I mean, saw just, some
1: personality. You know, he was he was he was to the point. But then when some of the, the you know he grew up as a Texas fan, when some of those questions came up, you kind of saw the little lighter side of him with the personality, the laughing, lighter. and you know he, he 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 grew up wearing a Vince Young jersey, and you know they asked him, you know, well, how's it going to feel playing against the team you you grew up rooting for and of course his answer was. It's the next game on the schedule. That's right. 24-hour rule. Yeah, 24 yeah we're going to enjoy rule. this win for 24 hours, and then we're going to get back to work and uh, prepare for, for the game this weekend. You know, so. listening,
0: listening, to, listening to his presser and then looking at his playful side and his poised side, he kind of just looks to me. I've never been in his huddle. Mm-hmm. He just looks to me like the type of quarterback that exudes confidence, that players gravitate towards and maybe even keep it a little lighthearted mm-hmm. on the field to reduce some stress and pressure. I, the kids the kids a quarterback. He's not an athlete. He's not a runner. No. He's a quarterback and he that, proved it. No, and he was definitely a throw he was he was
1: actually cl- you know I thought he was going to be closer to a Jalen Hurts uh, type quarterback than he was a Bryce Young.
0: Right. You know Bryce
1: Young only he only ran around to to extend the play. I mean
0: Bryce Young was was just born with a football. You can tell he's right, just right. a quarterback. But you know, I was
1: worried that Jalen Milrow was gonna be more like Jalen Hurts was when he was a freshman. Well, actually his I whole mean, his whole Alabama career. His you know,
0: whole career has been an evolution to the quarterback. Exactly
1: to where he is now. Exactly. But uh so I was worried that he was gonna be okay, my first read ain't there, let me take off and run. Tuck it and run. He wasn't doing that. He wow. was going through all his progressions, took I think he took a sack and had another uh,
0: Throwaway because uh, oh he was in the pocket for a four count two yeah. or three times yeah he which,
1: definitely was staying in there and he was a quarterback he right. was not he was not a, a running back playing quarterback so
0: now we'll see we'll see this week I'm, I'm guessing oh, the, the rush is going to be a little bit better the coverage is going to be a little bit better Texas that, is yeah, definitely a, 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 sure. a
1: step up in defense so it's, but I was
0: I was pleased that was an A plus in my book. Um, for, for yeah. Jalen Milrow. All yeah. my questions were answered. It couldn't I'm, have went any better, in my opinion. No, uh, I know. For, I, me, for
1: me either. No penalties. You know, with a new quarterback, you, you expect some false starts. And right. Some things like that. Delay of games. None of that. Right. Uh, I mean, I think Alabama had two penalties the whole no, game. No, it was a
0: very clean sheet so. for, for Bama. Compared to what it was last year, early part of the season, We were. it was really rough. Texas this game was brutal on penalties. Have so. you heard – Lank, have I heard what? Lank, Lank, Uh-oh. L A N K. So that's the
1: the the rallying cry for the team this year. Lank, L A N K, Lank. So that stands for Let All Naysayers Know. Oh, I gotcha. So that's what the team came up with on their own. That Nick, apparently Nick doesn't even know about Lank yet, <laughs> but it was basically Kool Aid and um, and Jalen Milrow. All right. We're like, you know what?
0: We got all these naysayers,
1: yeah, yeah. and uh, so our done. rally
0: cry is gonna be Lank. L-A-N-K. Well, you know, before we jump into the Georgia quarterback and the Buckeye quarterback situation, let's talk about the differences. You know, we saw in the Bama game. Number one, defensively, I saw more energy. I saw more hats around the ball. Oh yeah. You know, we forced some turnovers. It definitely looked like. We had a better sense of urgency defensively. I still was. I still think they need to improve on the on the sideline to sideline. All the yards that, that
1: Middle Tennessee State was getting was on the quick hitters to the outside. Sure, you know, wide receiver screens, stuff like that. Yeah,
0: run game. They stuck. They shut that down. Yeah, band. our corners hung back a little bit too much and didn't play through the blocker like you would like to see. Yeah, um, like FSU. FSU's DBs. Man, that was a. That was textbook on right. how to play those types of plays, yeah. but but yeah, so definitely defensively, I felt I felt good. Um, special teams, you know, our kicker. What can you say about Will Rackard? I mean, he's the best. Mm-hmm. Lou Groh's the winner. Better. <laughs> um, offensively, I was a little concerned with our running game. Yeah, the O line
1: did did a probably a B. I'd probably give them a B for their pass blocking, but I would probably give them.
0: Maybe a D. Yeah, I was thinking C minus. C minus D. All the
1: yards we got running were either Milrow or what the backs could get on their own. It right. wasn't really because they had these massive no, yeah. holes. Yeah,
0: I felt personally. I felt like Middle Tennessee kind of whipped us up front, mm-hmm. so especially early on. So sure, we're
1: going. So. We're going to need to improve that for sure. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Going forward, because we have got five stud running backs. Yeah, that if you, you will give them stud. a little bit of daylight. They'll turn a, a three-yard gain into a thirteen-yard gain. So, yeah, we need to
0: receiving core look good. Look good, no drops. No that, with, yeah, drops was a big good. big concern. Yeah.
1: But uh, Isaiah Bond looked good. You know, I was excited about him coming out of Buford.
0: Yeah. Um, didn't see a lot of Malik Benson. No, nah, um, just a, just a few few plays. He looks. He looks long and lean for us. Somebody some kind of we need some size, you know, yeah. in our receivers. The tight play. end,
1: Nid Black, he's gonna be a weapon. Yeah, they're pretty high. Uh, of on course him. Ja'Cory, Nick didn't disclose why he missed the first half, but yeah. obviously he was yeah. he was yeah. being disciplined for something, breaking a team rule or something. But uh, so Ja'Cory didn't play the first half. But uh yeah, no, I and of course uh the Georgia transfer, uh Burton, he yeah. looked good, had a nice long touchdown catch, so yeah, no. I'm, so far, you know, so good. One game. One it's game. only one
0: game. It's only one game. We can't. We can't raise the trophy yet. But uh, well, let's let's move off of Bama. What you you know? Georgia already has a little bit of a quarterback controversy.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and you know, their wide receivers. Of course, Brock Bowers. That's my man crush. Well, you know, I'm I'm hoping to have him on my fantasy team next year.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, we didn't have a preseason show. Brock Bowers would be a dark horse on the Heisman. Well, see, I don't
1: don't see how a, a tight end could possibly win a Heisman. No, but. But he is by far one of, if not the best football player. In college football. Well, and, he's clearly, and this is coming from an Alabama fan, okay? He's
0: clearly George's most valuable player. Absolutely. I mean, I, I personally think he's a weapon. He's Basically, you know, you can't cover him with one. Um, I'm not even so sure he's going to be covered by one next at the next level. He's that good. So. He might already be, you know, Travis Kelsey obviously
1: is the best tight end in the NFL.
0: He might be the second best already. Him and Kittle,
1: pretty th- neck and neck. No, I, I, I got. I'm, so I'm saying he might be right there with Kelsey.
0: That's I'm gonna go one A, one B.
1: I mean, I, Kelsey's
0: a Hall of Famer.
1: Like I said, I, this kid, I, I since since his freshman year, I've been thoroughly impressed with,
0: with he him. Is, he is good. But back on the Georgia okay. quarterback. Right. Sorry. I had, I had, I had get, sorry, I had to get I had to get double B some love. <laughs> They, you know, they were crying in Athens last year, early season, about the mailman, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. not, not liking the mailman. So, Georgia fans are already getting spoiled. You know, all these victories, these natties, and, and now they can't be happy with a quarterback. You know, this this is a five-star. They've had a lot of five-stars that really haven't panned out. Their walk-on won them two natties. So, it looks to me like I think it's Vandergriff. Yeah, I should have studied my names a little bit better. But yeah. it looks like Vandergriff is the consensus pick for the best, better quarterback. Look, look,
1: the favorite player on every football team is the
0: backup quarterback. <laughs> Until they take two or three snaps. Yeah. And then and you the, realize the coaches the, get paid millions for a reason. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, I, I thought that was amusing. Um, the Buckeyes quarterback well, <laughs> is – excuse me. You got more on the Georgia?
1: No, I was going to say you were talking about fans already – Got heads on the chopping block. Of course, LSU's ready to fire Brian Kelly. You know, all their fan base. You know, hey, he just won the SEC West last year. But, hey, you lost your fr- – and you- and they lost to FSU last year. Yeah, it was not quite in – as, in, As a, a bad, uh,
0: a yeah, second half. But, but
1: but you did lose to him last year, and you, it still
0: worked out okay for you. So he looked clueless. Pump your brakes a little. Bit. Anyway, so so the Buckeyes, they I don't even know the, the kid's name. I mean, like I said, I don't I don't even Carson. Nah, Carson Beck's at Georgia. I'm not even sure what his name is, but he didn't. He looked pretty pedestrian. Yeah, and the fans are calling for t- next, right? So we'll see what goes down in Ohio. But I'm gonna make a bold prediction right here, Ryan Day. Might be on the. He might be on the block. He might be on the way out of Columbus when they lose. lose when they lose to Penn Michigan, State and Michigan. Michigan this year. You know, Penn State. Penn State's nothing the, to sneeze at. The Nittany Lions have a quarterback that uh, people need to pay attention to. What's a Nittany Lion anyway? Um, you're you're from. You were a Penn State. This dude was a Penn State fan. I, that's where I thought I was going to college when I
1: when What's I was in. What's a Nittany Lion? Been, it, it,
0: some kind of lion,
1: you know, I don't know.
0: And why are you, why are your stadium <laughs> called Beaver Stadium? <laughs> when your mascot's a Nittany Lion, I don't get it. I don't understand. Why is he picking on me about I don't Penn understand, day? Pennsylvania people. Yeah, y'all are a little weird up there to me. Nittany Lion, I know why it's called it Nittany Lions because I think it's named after Mount Nittany. But anyway, that's beside the point. Does it really matter? doesn't really matter. <laughs> anyway, quarterback controversies. Bama's quarterback situation it looks Gucci.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I even think that we got even. Even if Jalen gets hurt, it'll we'll be okay. It's Jalen Milrow. Yeah, he's, he's going to be. If he keeps it up, he's going to be in that Heisman conversation at the end of the year. You know, you got Caleb Williams. Of course, he. He's going to have a cakewalk of a schedule anyway against no defenses. So, he's going to – I
0: mean, you consider Williams the front runner, but do you really – I mean, do they really want to give him the – You know, I think
1: they're, they're going to look for a reason, reason not, not, to. not to. And, you know, I was reading about, you know, one of the other favorites, this oh. Michael Penix. Oh, yeah. Dude's been playing college football for six years. <laughs> he old Should man. he be
0: eligible for the Heisman? He's still in college.
1: 6 years? I was he looks good. I too. was watching a game and they and they said it was uh I think it was the Clemson Duke. I think it was a Duke cornerback last night against Clemson. Yeah. 7 7 years. 7 years. He been year. playing
0: college football for 7 well, What is he? 30? Stetson Bennett was 37 last <laughs> year and turned 37 before the All Navy. right, look.
1: COVID <laughs> is in the rearview window even though it's coming back, but we can't be having these grown men playing against boys.
0: Actually, so, we so already s- had that. Speaking of Heisman, Heisman, yeah, we already mentioned Shadour. Shadour and Travis are yeah. in the conversation. Travis Hunter, man, Travis Hunter, Dion, Dion's gonna, Dion, Travis can play both ways. He well, can, but I,
1: I think what's gonna hurt both of them is is gonna be Colorado's record. If, sure. If they, you yeah, know, if yeah, they go yeah. five and five, or five and six, or however many games they have, six and six, exactly, that's gonna, you know, keep them out of the conversation.
0: And, and I think, you know, once they get into the meat of their their schedule, and Travis Hunter playing, you know, twenty five, thirty, snaps yeah, Dion, yeah, Dion's gonna have to, he's, he's
1: gonna have to dial that back. He's gonna have to he, back He's gonna down. have to dial. And I understand you 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 came out the gate, you wanna you wanna impress on that first weekend, but now. He's going to have to pick and choose his moments. He, he You you, can't run that kid every offensive play, every defensive play, right. every game.
0: No, it's just going to wear down for sure. I mean, he's really not even that big either. No, I,
1: and that's what I didn't think so either. But then when he was standing next to Deion, I was like, well, maybe he's bigger than I thought he was. But he's still – his legs are kind yeah, of skinny. He's, he's skinny. And, so, yeah. He's I, maybe <coughs> 190. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. And I, I, I actually made that comment during the game that, He's going to have to right. dial that back a little bit. Yeah, so.
0: it, but, you know, he, he's going to have to keep him Heisman, Heisman worthy if he wants but he, to. But he makes you, makes you think of your boy. Yeah, well, kind of. Little, little Charles
1: Woodson. A little
0: C-Dub. Yep. yep. Yeah, C-Dub little, didn't uh, play a lot of Little ball, Champ man,
1: Bailey yeah. at uh, Georgia. Oh, yeah. But, uh, and a little prime time, and that's why I think he wanted to play for Coach Prime because he emulates him and wants that's what he's, that's what he's trying to attain.
0: Yeah. Well, I got, you know, of course, Shadour. You got you got Williams, obviously. Penix, I yeah. think he's definitely going to be on there. Jalen's a little bit of a dark horse. I think like he at least is sneaking in the back door. Like, he, he put his name in the hat. Well, like you mentioned, a lot of it comes down to how well your team does. And mm-hmm. so... If Bama stays in the mix. Jordan Travis at FSU. Jordan Travis looked good. And, and what about uh, their, his receiver? Mm-hmm. I mean, his Michigan State transfer. I mean, he looked really good. Yeah. He looked dominant. Both their receivers they, looked great. They are still saying Bo Nix, which. Nah. I mean, 81 points. Good Lord. You see that? <laughs> yeah, 81 points yeah, out of Oregon. That's a little disrespectful. That was insane. Anyway, it ought to be interesting to see the Heisman play out in front of us. Um, what else you got? I don't, man. I, I mean, I talked. We talked about pretty much everything I wanted to talk about. You know, we didn't really, we didn't really talk NFL. I did. I almost made NFL starting in a couple days. I almost made Chris Sims my scumbag. You know him? He was. He was. What, what did we call them last year? Mediates. Mediates. Yeah. <laughs> he, he. He's a mediate. He has some pretty harsh words of of Bryce's preseason, and he's know,
1: a. That's,
0: I, I've gotten to where these, and, and when we say
1: mediates, we're talking about media idiots. Uh, they just want to, they just want to rattle people's feathers. They, they, they don't, they don't bring facts. They don't bring good information. They
0: just, you know. They, I mean, they Bryce won't. had like 2.2 seconds each snap in the preseason to make a decision and throw the ball. And Chris Sims's number one criticism of Bryce was he had happy feet in the pocket and he didn't look calm. Not once. Chris Chris should know what happy feet him. look like though. Yeah he should. <laughs> yeah he should. Chris spleen Sims. You remember that? Yeah. Spleen rupture? Anyway, Chris Sims, come on man. You're ex quarterback. Have a grip. Only reason you're saying that is because you don't like Bama because of what we did to Texas, <laughs> you did to your quarterback in the 2009 season, and then you know who just got cut. Yeah, he just get cut. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's about it. Okay, well, good, good talk,
1: good convo, good bourbon. Always, and, uh, of course. Uh, this this week's rate that shit is going to be a whistle pig. Finally found the bourbon version. You know mm. all all that uh, we can ever find around here is the rye so we're not rye sh- guys be sure and watch us on tiktok the, that uh, rate that shit'll be on tiktok and it'll also be on the tail end of this podcast so yeah, see, see, see s- what we see what we thought of that whistle pick check us out on, on our socials yeah bourbon yeah. buzz and ballin follow us all the socials you know our our uh,
0: youtube bourbon buzz and at gmail.com you can
1: download us wherever you get your podcasts so be sure and
0: tune in and uh, we'll see you next week to talk about week one of the NFL. Cheers. Cheers. It's time to rate that shit. Colby, tell them what
1: we got. We got a good one tonight. It's a Whistle Pig Piggyback. It's bourbon whiskey, so it's not their rye whiskey, it's their bourbon whiskey. Mm. They aged this one for six years, and it's 100 proof. You can right. find this for about $50. It's a good price. Yeah, good price. Yeah, nice price point on it. Uh, The bourbon one is hard to find, Uh, you know, the ryes are everywhere, right? So now the aroma, you should be getting a brown sugar and honey. The palate, they describe it as pie crust and vanilla wafer. And then the finish is supposed to be cinnamon and
0: nutmeg. Woo! I like it. Let's talk about our rating system. We like to rate our bourbons one through four. One, it's a brown bag, you know, it's, it's not good, we don't like it, we don't want to serve it and we definitely don't recommend buying it. Number two, it's getting better, but we call that a mixer, that might be your daily drink or something you want to throw a splash of coke in. As it rises up the profile, we like to call number three for us on the rocks, it might be a, a higher alcohol content and you want to dilute it down. And then last but not least, the way we like to, to do our bourbon and, and the way I drink all my bourbon, that's neat. Yeah, that, that way you really
1: get those different flavor notes. The Glencairn glass lets you get the aromas, you know, yeah. funnels it towards your nose. And even, and it, even if it's a shitty
0: bourbon, I'm, yeah, still, oh, absolutely. I'm still drinking it. Neat. <laughs> There's absolutely. not many bourbons that are shitty, honestly, but there are a few, yeah. there are a few. Now I did get the uh, I did get the brown sugar.
1: Aroma up front. I don't know about you. Nah, I don't know about no. What'd you say? Pie, pie crust. Pie crust. No, I didn't I did, get no I, pie
0: crust. I did. Now. Did get a little vanilla. So I guess that's yeah. where they're getting the vanilla wafer. Well, so I, I definitely feel like we get vanilla. Vanilla is yeah, kind of a, just, a given, yeah. And yeah, just about every
1: sure. bourbon's got some vanilla in I'll it. Tell
0: you what though, this 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 Whistle Pig straight bur- uh, bourbon bourbon. hmm Uh man, it was a straight weeded bourbon. Excuse me. It uh. It's got a great hug to it. It does, and and then it's, it stays with you. Too. I, I can still
1: feel oh, a little yeah, bit that, on my tongue. Yeah,
0: my tongue is still tingling. So that that upfront flavor, and then it finishes hard off the back end, and it sticks with you, almost, almost like a rye.
1: Yeah, and I think that's that cinnamon and nutmeg because it's it's the spices. Right. Uh,
0: so, what are you rating it, man? That that's a good that's a good bourbon. That's a good bourbon. I'm going four. I'm going all the way to neat. I can, I mean, if, in Carolina, it's hard for us to find this one. Mm-hmm. But man, if you find this one, I say buy it. This this could be for fifty dollars a daily drinker.
1: Yeah, I'm it's gonna, that
0: good. I'm going four too. Yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah, I think it's a good
1: one. Season two, episode one. We're coming right at setting that, that bar high. Hey, coming right hey. out the gate with a four. a Good one, Whistle so. Pig, man. I'm yeah. impressed I, I was looking today for some more whistle pigs and uh, all I saw was the the, the full ride yeah. and they got a new one out that's called the solar aged. They're saying it was like aged in outer space and, oh Lord, uh, have mercy. so I looked I looked at the bottle and it's like got some cosmetic I mean cosmetic not cosmetic. what's the word on? Cosmic, Cos- just cosmic <laughs> got some cosmic design to it. But it was only like 86 proof, I think. Mm. And, uh, you know, we typically and don't like 80. a bourbon, it, unless it starts with at least a 9 or a 1. 86 proof. Uh, yeah, that's, we to, that's less than stellar. Yeah, we. we so I, I, I left it at
0: the store. <laughs> I, uh, I went on a bourbon hunt today, too, looking for this. Did you? And didn't see it either. Yeah. I only stopped it, too. But, you know, here in the Carolinas, it's... It's uh, it's pretty much missed for us on right on allocated. Now, I don't even know if this is this is allocated. It's just not a, you know a option. The, the, like I said, the ryes are easy to 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 get, but the the straight
1: bourbon, it's hard to find. Uh, so, well, yeah. So that's
0: episode one, season two. We're glad to be back. Yeah, We've got a lot of things planned for the, for this season. Yeah, we got some. We got. A, some nice lines this this year so far this season. Mm-hmm. Old elk. Yeah, we do, do some do some old elk. Di- four different old elk. Yeah, we're we st- run through some buffalo. Yeah, traces. we still got a lot of the
1: buffalo trace that uh, we had. You know, I, I think the only buffalo trace we've done is the the, the, the Colonel. Colonel Taylor. Uh, yeah,
0: you know we did we didn't really do Blanton's or the original. You know yeah, the, the the BT the B T or even yeah. the Eagle Rare.
1: You know maybe that's what we do a, a buffalo trace, then the Eagle Rare, then the Blanton's kind of. Work through those and uh so yeah i'm excited a lot of good things planned so tune in uh, yeah we appreciate y'all listening that's right welcome back bourbon buzz and balling cheers cheers <laughs>